Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. Hi, this is Shelly. And this is Nate. And together we're The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your social media needs. And today we are here with Laura Mail. So Laura, just go ahead and introduce yourself and your business for us. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Thanks, Shelly. I'm uh, super excited to be here. I love this show. It always has some really good things to say, really good tidbits to take back with you. But I am Laura Mail, and I lead a division called Pradles Talent, which is a recruiting division for a small consultancy firm here in Madison called Lyft Consulting. And basically, we just make recruiting easy for our clients. You know, nobody likes to recruit right now. It takes a lot of time. (laughs) It is time consuming. Right, right. Well, there's all this other COVID stuff that people have to think about now too. Like, how do we come back to the office? And there's just a lot of balls in the air and um, we can really help make at least finding new employees easier. Well, excellent. Wow. Yeah. I, um, recruiting, I actually is something I'm kind of passionate about. Um, so I'm just kind of curious what, um, so I might deep dive into this a little bit. So Shelly, stop me if I'm getting too focused on this. <laughs> side of things. Um, but so what, um, I'm just kind of curious, what are you, what trends are you seeing out there? What um, what areas are a little more difficult to fill and really, you know, how are you guys finding it? Cause we're, we're finding that it's not that people don't want to work. It's just, they're being very hyper-selective about mm-hmm. what they're doing and where they're doing it. Yeah, I would um, say, Nate, that I would agree with that. I, I certainly am seeing that trend. Mm-hmm. I am also seeing the trend where uh, candidates know more upfront or they think they know, I'll put it this way. They think they know more upfront of what it is they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think what they are thinking they know they're getting from other places, like maybe the media or, you know, people around them. So for example, they think they need to work from home. They think they need to make twice what they're making today. And all of Mm -hmm. that might be true, but instead of really digging in and saying, what is going to fill my cup up? What's going to give me joy? Where, where are my skill sets and where am I going to be able to get up every day and actually like the work that I do 90% of the time? Yeah. They're focused in more on those really tactical pieces that everyone wants to talk about, which is, you know, time and money. Does mm. that make sense? Oh yeah, yes. no, absolutely. I think that that's, that's definitely something I've been noticing as well is that like they're, they're starting to view that remote work as a very integral piece, just because they're viewing their time as much more important. I think um, mm-hmm. the pandemic did something to all of us, which was realize that we aren't here forever. Like we, you know, I have, I had family that passed away from COVID and I think it really just kind of put a shock into a lot of people's systems that, Hey, I don't want to travel 45 minutes one way in the morning to get to work. 
you know? And so that that's definitely playing a role too. And, you know, it seems like you guys have been able to at least have some success if I'm correct here through that throughout this. Oh yeah. I mean, we haven't missed a beat. We actually started, we officially launched May of 2020. Oh, wow. Okay. So you guys are pretty new. Yeah. So, and I I just want to back up a second, Nate, because I want to address maybe what you were just talking about. I think the misnomer for a lot of people comes from, I have to be able to work from home Mm -hmm. instead of really evaluating, does that work for the job that I'm currently doing? And does it really work for me? Because I talk to professionals every day who may have been, for example, doing sales from home for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And when I ask them more questions and we dig into it, the reason why they're looking for something new is because they don't feel connected with their team. Well, it's Mm -hmm. very hard to feel connected to your team if you never see them or you only see them um, through a screen. Interesting. Yeah. So it's really digging in. And from a recruiter side, I think it's really important to dig in and really find out what's driving people and then help them realize why a role might be good for them or why it won't. I'm always trying to figure out why someone wouldn't want the role that I have for them instead of the other way around. Cause I think Hmm. you do everyone a better service by that way. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that that's a that's a really good point. And that's that's something that I think a lot of recruiters can definitely focus on, especially right now. So wow, yeah, excellent point right there. Um, so well, yeah, let's uh let's kind of dig into it here a little bit. So thank you for you know introducing yourself, your business, and kind of answering some of our questions there. I uh, uh in a past life I was an IT recruiter, so you know, okay. for me, I uh definitely understand the difficulties <laughs> that can be associated there. Yeah. Um but yeah, so what would you consider to be that um, that failure that you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, so happy, 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 happy to share um, my failure because I think that that's, <laughs> that's how you learn the most. And um, and I think what I'm going to share is pretty germane and global to most companies. And really, what I think our biggest mistake was that we thought too small when we started. Mm. Um, we took something I had been doing kind of one-offing with candidates, uh, Mm. helping them like what I was saying before, determine what it was they wanted to look for and what they wanted to be when they grew up thinking we'll create a pool of candidates that Mm -hmm. then we'll pitch to businesses. Well, that process is excruciatingly slow, Mm -hmm. limited resources, And to scale a business and to really be able to provide the service we wanted to to provide, we we completely thought too small. And we came at it from the wrong angle. So we had to be willing to pivot. And we had to be willing to say, okay, let's take a step back. Maybe the passion and the, the direction that we wanted to go in Maybe we can still go in that direction, but we also have to add this business layer on top of it. How can Mm -hmm. we scale what we have and really pick apart what we had put together and be willing to look at each other and say, huh, I don't think we can scale fast enough. Mm -hmm. I think we need to address either A, address both sides, candidate and the business side, bringing a business client to the table or, you know, do it more traditionally, which is let's go with the business first and then let's find the candidate second and we can pull in 
how we address candidates and how we approach them and how we integrate them into a recruiting pipeline, we can do that differently, but we really have to, we have to go in from the other side if we want to scale. Gotcha. So a lot of businesses make that problem, right? They, a lot of businesses mm-hmm. have that problem. They don't, they're just right. thinking about today and not thinking forward. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. So then, so when you're saying small, are you saying like, um, and just to clarify, so I'm on the same page, um, when you're saying small, are you saying like, oh, we would take one job from one company and then try to find one person and then kind of like that, or, you know, how, what were, what are you meaning when you're saying like, we were starting way too small with it? Yeah. So I think when I, when I mean that we were thinking small, we thought we could approach it from a small dollar amount and get a lot of of volume. So for example, Mm. yeah, when we started, we were charging for someone to get, you know, a couple of coaching sessions, a resume and a cover letter, it was a thousand dollars, which sounds like a lot, but it's not when you go through the ROI and you talk Mm -hmm. about all the pieces and parts that you have to put into it. And so to, to make that like if we had a goal of $250,000 for revenue for the first year, that's 2,500 people, right? That's, that's, that's a lot of people break that down every by month. And then by every day, that's just, you can't do that. One person cannot do that while you're setting up a business, but what you can Mm -hmm. do is you can have 20 recruiting clients for the year where you're charging each of them, you know, $15,000 and have a $300,000 business and start to build your candidate pool Mm -hmm. and be able to do the work with the candidates that you want, but you've got the bigger revenue stream coming in. So you can start to build exactly what you want. You just have to build it differently. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know how I think this applies to other businesses is oftentimes you go in and you think, I'm going to sell a lot of widgets at $100. It takes you a long time to sell enough widgets to make a business that's sustainable and supports, you know, the owner, the owner's family, and then anyone they want to hire. So you have to be able to really think through what does, what does small look like to you and what does big look like to you and what's the in-between and put the numbers down so that you know how you're going to get there. Wow. Well, it definitely seems like you were able to kind of recognize this really early on. I mean, again, this is still, we're not even at two years yet within this business. So it seems like you were able to recognize, adjust and adapt relatively on the fly as this was going, because correct me if I'm wrong, but you had one idea for what this was going to be when you were making this. And then it turned into something completely different. It did. And we, because we pivoted and we, we kept that goal in front of us. And strategically, Mm -hmm. we were willing to change our direction and put in a different um, plan around that. We still made our goals for year one. And well, year, year one was only six months. So the first six months, and then the first full year. So 2021, we made our goals and we're on track this year to, to, um, at least make our goals, which we doubled our goals from last year. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Really so good. it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, 
perseverance, but also a lot of humbleness. You have to be humble as a mm-hmm. business owner. You, even if you're not, don't own the business, if you're running a division, you're in charge of profitability for a business line or product line. You have to be yeah. extremely excruciatingly humble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm actually just kind of curious with, um, I wanted to talk to Shelly here for a second. Um, is is Shelly social media everything you envisioned that it would be kind of when you were formulating it? Oh yeah. When Laura talks, I mean, I, my head just spins because (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, when I first came in, I thought, Oh, okay. I'll do social media and website design for these people that want me to do it for, but then, you know, word gets out Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting all kinds of people wanting us to do me to do all of this work for them. And all of a sudden I'm hiring people. I mean, like three months in, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm recruiting and I'm exploring. I mean, it's pretty much just blew up right before my very eyes. And I don't have a plan. I don't have, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like going as it comes and I'm living day to day, you know, da, da, da. and then, then you realize you got books and you got this and you got that and you got advertising and you got to pay people and then you have to bring mm-hmm. people and hire people, mm-hmm. hire people, and then yep. you know, get marketing. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're this octopus that's reaching out all over the place and yep. trying to reel it in. And oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so that that whole, you know, getting that rate, getting that right early yeah. is great. If, you know, yeah. and it's always, always changing. It's always changing. I mean, yeah. and it's very humble. Like recently, we've had some things happen in the company that's, you know, brought brought us to look at how we do some things. And I mean, and when you grow like we do, I mean, we are like you were talking about how you doubled. I mean, we've been doubling every year. Yep. And it's like, oh, my gosh, who knew? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you have found this, I'm sure you found this, but kind of when you're in the middle of that, even as you see numbers coming in and you have clients coming in and you're having successes, you get that lull where you get a, you know, you get that catch in your throat. Oh, am I going to be able to continue this? Can I keep it moving forward? You know, what am I going to do to, to keep the success moving forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there, there is, I don't, I don't get it as much as I used to, to be honest, but there are, there are those times when you're like, there's that little knot in your stomach going, okay. All right. We're, we're here. We're at this, you know, there's not a lot of stuff coming in right now. Um, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? (laughs) You know, (laughs) be careful what you ask for. Yeah, exactly. And so then, you know, that's, that's what we do, what we do for our clients. We just hit the marketing really hard. Yeah. You know, market, 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 market. And then, and then marketing usually takes about three months after we do a campaign. I mean, that's, yeah. that's reasonable. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, three months later, we're just inundated. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, woo, <laughs> here we go. But yeah, um, totally. There's lulls there. And, and now I appreciate the lulls, to be honest with you, because that kind of gives me a breather. Right. But and we have enough uh, uh, um, income, you know, monthly income coming in with our, you know, that that we're we're sustaining pretty well. And and I'm hearing that from you. I'm hearing that you guys are meeting your goals, and and that's so exciting. And yes. I, 
Yeah. And I'm sure that you guys are noticing and, and you'll notice that, you know, there'll be certain things that you'll need tweaking on or yeah. something will come up and you'll, you'll be like, oh yeah, that we didn't put that in that contract or we didn't. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, next time. Yeah. It's or, like you're maybe. looking over my shoulder, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think that that, you know, I think both of you kind of mentioned something like in both of your responses, there, just like that ability to be adaptable and like the, you know, kind of let um, what is that uh, water off a duck's back kind of a thing. And that's an idiom where it's just like, hey, you know, we're going through a lull right now. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, or, hey, we're booming right now. We've almost got too much to do. It's not necessarily a bad thing, especially as long as you're keeping the goals like at the forefront of your mind. And so I think that, you know, having that flexibility and having that ability to really stop, take a breath and evaluate where you are in the moment and how it's getting you to where you want to be is an important lesson that you can really take from it. Yeah, I would agree. So, man, that's, I, yeah, that's, that's something that even in my personal life, I've, (laughs) it's like, wait a minute, I got to stop, breathe. Okay inhale. Yep. All right. We're good. Okay. We're yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> like you just got to be able to roll with it and not allow it to really knock you off that ledge, you know, so. Yeah, I would agree with that. Totally. I think yeah. that you summed it up for Laura. I mean, I think that, you know, what did you learn from this lesson and you kind of summed it up for her? Sorry. <laughs> I figured I'd try to, I'd try my hand at Laura, anything to add there. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, was guess, I was like, that was great. That was a great synopsis. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, made, you made my work that much easier, Nate. Well, yeah. I try. I try. <laughs> well, I think I would just want listeners to know that mm-hmm. you know, failure is just part of life, you know, and you actually, I go about looking for it. What's, even though I know there's a lot of great stuff going on, when you're building and growing something and you have a business that's, you know, that's depends on you, you have to look for those failures from time to time. Mm -hmm. You have to look through and say, okay, let's do an audit. What's working. What's not working. If something's Mm -hmm. not working, why isn't it working? And don't be afraid to look for it and don't be afraid to admit to it. And Mm -hmm. when you fail, always fail forward. Don't fail and have it ruin your entire day, but fail and say, okay, well, how are we going to change this? How mm-hmm. are we going to do better? What are we going to do to increase what it is we're providing or, or make what we're providing better? Yes. Yeah. I think I um, there's so many of these quotes out there, but I think, I think that's an important one is just failure is only a failure if you don't learn something from it. Yeah. Honestly speaking and letting it ruin your entire day. What are you learning from that? (laughs) Which I'm very guilty of allowing that to happen. (laughs) I will call myself out for that, but you know, I I completely agree. Like you just got to keep moving forward and like, like you said, failing forward. So. All right. All right. I think, um, Laura, I think, you know, it's been wonderful having you on. Thank you so much for sharing those insights. And, uh, I really appreciate your ability to adapt and, you know, kind of evolve as this, as the situation's really gone on and changed your strategies, not only for your business, but for your clientele and the people you're recruiting. I think that um, recruiters kind of get a bad name out there sometimes. And it's, it's always nice to talk to another one that uh, really has their stuff together. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it's all it's all smoke and mirrors, Nate. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Laura, and uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, it's thank been a you. pleasure being here. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you.